0: You're listening to The Influencer Podcast episode 99. Holy crap. Now today's guests are two people that I have a ton of love and gratitude for. They came into my life um, a few months ago and sparked a huge transformation that's now taking place in my business. And they did it all in just two days of working together in my hometown of Nashville, Tennessee. I know a lot of listeners out there are building personal brands or they're aspiring to one day, which is why I am so excited to introduce you to Roy and AJ Vaden, For anyone who isn't familiar with their work, Roy is the New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs and has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, CNN, Entrepreneur, and Inc. He's one of also, I think, and has been accredited as one of the best speakers in the country. His business partner and amazing wife, AJ, is a tenured business executive, million-dollar producer, and personal brand strategist who challenges and inspires people to reinvent themselves and monetize their unique brand. Together, Roy and AJ are the co-founders of Brand Builders Group. And today, they join me to talk all about their unique and fantastic process of discovering what people are designed to do, finding their uniqueness, and leveraging it to build a personal brand that is uncopyable. That is exactly what they have helped me and so many other incredible entrepreneurs do, and I can't wait for them to share with you today how they do that just thing. So let's get to it. This show is brought to you by our free webinar, Pitch It Perfect, a completely free webinar that gives you access to my five steps for helping bloggers and influencers like you land brand collabs, press, and negotiate better deals. This webinar has strategies and steps that will literally blow your mind. You can join the free webinar by going to pitchitperfect.net forward slash webinar. All right, guys, before we dive into talking to two of my most favorite people on the planet today, I want to give my warm appreciation to our review of the week, and that is Ms. Taylor. And Taylor says, Julie provides so much insight into what it is like to leverage your own digital media brand and community. Whether you're just starting your own business or you're simply a faithful listener, Julie is interesting and inspiring. This podcast makes me want to start a business. Yes, snaps for Taylor starting her business. That is what it's all about. All right, guys, so with that said, I want to hear from more of you who want those snaps in your life, right? The more of you who listen in, or maybe it's your first time listening in, and you're like, this girl's crazy, but hey, you know what? I want to hear what she's got to say. So with that said, you want to make sure to subscribe to the Influencer Podcast on iTunes, and that way you're going to know when the new episodes come up. And then you can give us a rating and review over there, and then I take those reviews, and then I highlight them and potentially give you snaps on an upcoming episode. I also want to make sure that you screenshot this episode on your phone, and then I want you to tag me on your Instagram story at Jules Solomon and our awesome guest today at Brand Builders Group and hashtag the Influencer Podcast to let us know what your biggest takeaways are today from this episode. I am so excited to have both of you. Um, I have had the honor and the privilege to get to know you both over this last month. And I'm so excited to dive into who you both are, how we met, why we met, what came from meeting, um, and just the, the amazing transformation um, that is is taking place in my mm. business because of working with both of you and what all of that looks like. Um, so I'm so excited to introduce you to my amazing community today. So um, we'll just dive on into this. There's there's a question that I love to ask everyone that comes on the show. Um, and I'm going to ask it to you both first. Um, what does influence mean to you?
1: Mm, you first, babe.
0: <laughs> I think influence to me is the ability
2: to help someone else come to a point of decision, right? It's like, I don't think it's manipulative. I don't think there's anything negative about influence. I think influence is, it's one of those things that's required in any real conversation, in any relationship, whether it's a professional leadership position or even a marriage or a friendship. It's like, if you don't have influence, then like people just do whatever. And so to me, it's influence. just is the ability for you to help someone come to a point of decision that you believe should go one way versus another. That would be mine.
1: Okay. I like that, babe. So mine's, mine would be pretty close to that. I would say influence is the ability to inspire someone to take action. So I think authority is you can make someone take action. Manipulation is you, know, you control them to, so that they take action. But influence is you inspire them to take action where they're doing it willingly and openly and excitedly and um, you know that's one of the reasons that we love you and your brand and what you're all about and what you're teaching people to do is it's just such a source of power in the world and so i think that's what we do is help influencers influence i mean sort of sort of similar to you julie so yeah so
2: already off that first question you'll see that i am the much more logical of the duo and he is the much more emotional I'm emotional <laughs> i'm like I'm how emotional. people make
0: decisions he's like inspired okay that is amazing. And, and really in that, that there's no, there's never a wrong answer to that. I love to get everyone's different takes on that. Um, but I'm, as I mentioned, I'm excited to dive in today because of just the impact that you both have had on my business journey in just such a short amount of time and, and our relationship now, um, and how you guys are kind of weave into my business and, and, and more so, um, where my business is going, yeah. which I'm really excited about and how you can help those listening with their business and where their business is going. So first, let's just dive into to who the heck you, you both are and where you come from and, and what has brought you both to where you are today in doing what you now do, which is brand builders and, and what that looks like.
1: Yeah. Well, so AJ and I started as business partners back in 2006 in a former company and so that was before we were dating before we married before we had kids we were business partners and our former business we built from scratch there were four of us in the beginning we grew up to about 200 people eight figures um, was a large sales consulting and sales coaching business through that journey uh, we really built my personal brand i was sort of the the forward-facing person and, uh, we, our first book hit the New York times was number two on the New York times bestseller list. We have a Ted talk with a couple million views and, uh, we had a podcast with million downloads and et cetera, et cetera. And then suddenly in, uh, just here recently, there was a sudden exit, uh, let's just say from our, from our former business, our, our whole life changed. And I think at that point we had some realizations that were big for our, for our life.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, Rory talked a lot about like what his role was, but over the last decade, I was a much more behind the scenes role. So I led two of our three divisions at our prior company, and I had a very large organization that reported to me. I had about 45 direct reports, but my main role was consulting for large companies, um, including Budget Blinds, Direct TV, Verizon Cellular Sales, Bridgestone. So I spent most of my time out in the field or in a boardroom coming up with strategic plans, compensation plans, building manuals, and doing a bunch of stuff that I had really, over the course of the years, lost passion for. And everything had become so generalized and, in my opinion, so generic that I felt like in order to have a personal brand, we were having to forfeit our personality to some degree to meet the needs of this growing company that we had built. And it wasn't a good thing or a bad thing. It was just a place that we were in. And so when this exit took place, like Roy said, it was very sudden, but also very needed and has probably been one of the most painful, but also one of the most amazing things that we could have never had asked for, for it to go down the way that it had. But hindsight 2020 is always a beautiful thing. And what has come out of it and both us as people as leaders, as business owners, but also as personal brands, um, it has breathed breathed new life into what we do, what we want to do. And a big part of why we even said, okay, brand builders group and personal branding is the way we want to go is because over the last 10 years, Rory and myself built our portion of the business based on reputation. Uh, We built it based on the reputation and the relationships and the personal brand that we had both built both on a very uh, external, outside perspective, but then on a very local and very internal level as well with people who know us through direct referrals. And we said, well, we know how to do that. And we build an eight-figure business based off of reputation and personal branding. And we know how to write books and we know how to do all these things. Why wouldn't we actually take our passion and how we built our business and actually teach people how to do it? And that's kind of how we got here.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think there's, there's like in the personal branding space, you know, Julie, like a lot of people right now, it's a big, it's a hot topic, right? I want to build a personal brand. And, and when we left our, this thing that we spent, you know, 12 years of our life, in my case, I had been a part of this organization since I was in college was longer than that. Everything we had, everything we knew disappeared. And uh, in our case, there was all of the assets, all of these things we built were all gone. And the one thing we had was our reputation. And we were able to quickly uh, launch you know, a- a- another business that's on target for seven figures and everything just based on reputation. And what we realized is that building a reputation is where it begins. And you cannot build a personal brand without building, you know, a rock solid reputation. And so that is what we said, we're going to dedicate our lives to helping people do that.
0: And you do it so well. And that's (laughs) what we're going to, to dive into. And, And it's, it's so interesting to me because I feel like a lot of times when, when you're given an invitation to step into something, whether you are feeling, whether it's a forced invitation or an invitation that you asked for, it's so interesting how that works because you both have such a gift in what you do. And given you're now in this opportunity to be able to share that gift with the world and to share it with business leaders like myself and so many of those that are listening and, you know, so many other um, you know, relationships that that we have, uh similar, so many other business leaders that I know that you've helped. And so it's it's so amazing that you're now in in this moment, in this time, to be able to really use your gifts in in the most um Purposeful way, so I'm excited for you both, and and selfishly, I'm I'm so happy because it is so helpful. And well, um,
1: thank you for that, Julie. And it's I think it's it's you know we had spent you know some time building our, our personal brand or mine specifically for a while, and now what we get to do is we get to help other people and really focus on them and people like you, which is so fun um, because for us the 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 most in, the, the The best piece of personal branding advice we had ever received, we heard from a guy named Larry Wingett, and he said, the key is to find your uniqueness and exploit it in the service of others. Mm. Find your uniqueness and exploit it in the service of others. And what we've developed is really a process to help people find their uniqueness. Mm. And what our role is, is it's not so much us teaching like a formula as it is helping people like you or Lewis Howes or Kevin Harrington or... Uh, you know, these various people that, that we work with um, were awesome. We help find their uniqueness and work with them to really access that piece that is is you and only you, like the person that only you can be. And that's where the magic uh, we feel like really starts to happen.
2: Not to mention very selfishly, one of the most amazing parts about just not what, not just what we do, but also what you get to do. And anyone out there who's trying to build a personal brand is the people that you get to meet, um, the amazing individuals that we've been able to surround ourselves with and learn from and be inspired by has been just uh, truly, it's been incredible. And it's like anyone who wants to build a personal brand has had now has the opportunity to surround themselves with people that they want to learn from, grow from, be like, um, and it's that's one of the coolest things of having a podcast or building a personal brand or writing a book. It's like, you now are in this network of individuals that are going to challenge and grow
0: you to be something that you never even thought was possible. Mm. It's, it's so true. And, and, and it really, it it really does kind of work itself out that way. And I, and I want to kind of get into a little bit of that nitty grittiness, um, you know, why it's so important to both of you and why you do it, because it's just part of your genius, if you will, of what you can bring, can kind of pull out of someone. And And um, I really want to share with our listeners how, how we, ne- we met and how we connected and, and what we've done in such a short amount of time. And then I would love to talk more about what your genius is and what your uniqueness is and how you help those um, and how you can help those listening. But um, we'll take it back a few months ago, I think when Roy and I first connected, I've been on a entrepreneurial path for the, you know, the last several years and really over the last two years, it just started to kind of, you know, skyrocket. Um, I was in the trenches. I was doing a lot of doing, we were making things, programs, courses, the podcast, all of these, all of these things were turning and it was from the outside looking in, it looks great, right? You're getting success, you're growing, you're 10 xing this and that, but as every entrepreneur will see, you know, you start to kind of hit these walls. And I knew that I was getting to a place in my business that if I didn't really start to take a moment to really think more long-term and big picture Mm -hmm. and overarching, then I was going to hit a wall that I, that I, I couldn't overcome. And, and, and for me, I knew that that was the biggest difference between you know even if you're a six figure entrepreneur and you're trying to reach that seven figure mark or you're you know a newly seven figure entrepreneur but you're wanting to sustain that and keep going forward and not going back the one thing that keeps a six figure entrepreneur there or a small seven figure entrepreneur from growing is that doing and if you don't if if you find yourself repeating yourself then you've got to figure out a way to replace yourself or, you know, systemize yourself, automate yourself, figure those kinds of things out. Um, Because that's going to allow you to step back from the doing and really step into the more of of the being of your brand and really owning that. And that's where in really allowing that uniqueness to shine and share. And so that's kind of where I found myself last fall, that um, I was grateful for all of the success that we had had and the growth that we had had. But I knew that there was something missing, And, um, it's kind of like the cobbler son has no shoes. It's like the, the person that teaches branding feels like she has no brand or she's getting stuck on her brand. Um, so I was able to connect with, with Roy and, and I had that conversation with him. I just said, you know, I, I have these bigger goals. Um, you know, I have the opportunity to write a book. I have opportunities to speak. And most importantly, I need to get really clear about what I want this business to look like 10 years from now. And mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that myself. It's like I can see certain things, but but the how pieces and really what that's going to look like and what needs to, to really kind of set the stage now for us to get there needs to kind of happen. And more so as as I grow, you know, my purpose kind of evolves and, and my why evolves and, and what really is that bigger problem that I solve and and that I can claim. So that's when I came to you and I said, help me. <laughs> <laughs> and you let me know how you could help me. Um, so I would love for you to share a little bit of, you know, I, I was able to meet with you in person for a two dive major deep dive. If anyone listening follows me on social media, you probably saw some of those Instagram stories when I was there and we had the white sheets of paper up and down all over the walls. It looked like probably a, an amazing bomb went off and it did in, in the best way. Um, but I would love for you guys to kind of share, um, where, where I left off kind of where you picked up and, and, and kind of what we went through.
1: Sure. You want to do it first?
2: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, for anyone who is out there that's listening, that is trying to build a personal brand or just trying to figure out what is their uniqueness. We feel like our real uniqueness is helping people uncover some really basic things that really, when you're in the throes of building your business, you don't spend time doing. And I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but creative nature doesn't happy happen during busyness. It's like, and so many times we're so busy working in the business that we, we never work on the business. And that's one of the things that we do is just say, hey, we wanna learn like, what is your true uniqueness? What is it that you do that is uncopyable? And I think that's really where our trademark is, is regardless of what you do or how you do it, there is something about you as an individual that is uncopyable. That no one else can claim rights to, no one else can steal, no one else can market because they're not you. And I think so many times we get caught up in the broad general nature of what's happening in the marketplace or what's popular or what's trendy. And we forget that at the end of the day, you already have everything you need and it's your uniqueness. Now, how do we take that and build a business and build a brand is a very different story. But anyone who comes to work with us, there's a core root thing that we start with, with every single person. And then I'll let Rory talk a little bit. But what the first thing we start with is we want to know what problem do you solve for your audience?
1: In one word.
2: For, yeah. For your business, what problem do you solve? And that is at the heart and the base of every single thing that we do. And it's weird because it does not matter if you are a 10-figure business owner and you have been doing this for 40 years and you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars, or you're someone who just quit their corporate job and you're going out on your own, we find that when we ask that question, people are in the exact same spot and they're like, hmm, that's a great question. Or it's a full sentence explanation, or they give 14 problems that they solve. And it's like, no, you cannot be the solution to 14 things at the same time. So a big part of it is like, what is that one core root problem that you solve that you have a unique solution to that people want to actually buy? Like they would actually pay money to fix this problem. And then how do you weave in your story and your uniqueness to make this something that nobody else could deliver because they're just not you? But it all starts with that one word problem. Now, I will say a caveat before I let Rory talk is that one of the things that we hear all the time is we will ask someone, "What's their problem?" Like, "What problem do you solve?" And we hear things like time management. I solve time management problems, or they say motivation. I solve people. I solve problems for people who aren't motivated, and this is just a real challenge for people. It's like motivation is not a problem. Time management is not a problem. A lack of motivation is a problem, right? So that could be complacency. That's a problem. Um, You know, a lack of productivity, a lack of know-how, feeling lost, uh, those are problems. But time management is not a problem. And we find all the time that people are actually selling this problem that they solve Which isn't
0: a problem. And that is a big problem.
1: That's
0: a big problem. That's what we discovered, I think, with me. I mean, because I think I came in there thinking, well, the problem that I solve is helping people grow online businesses, or the problem that I solve is helping people grow their influence. And it's like, okay, well, growth is not a problem. So (laughs) what is the problem? And I'm happy to share what we discovered was that the problem that I solved, which was kind of shocking for all of us when we got down into it is powerlessness. And, you know, a a lot of my community feel powerless to, to really living the life that they want and and really claiming Mm -hmm. the freedom that they want in life. And that is something that I, that was not even in my, I mean, it was obviously in my vortex because we, we discovered it, but that was never even in my own like wheelhouse, I would have never been able to articulate that or verbalize that, or even come to that without the opportunity that I had to be able to work with both of you for those two days. And when that happened and it was like, Oh, powerlessness. And then we were like, boom, done. Let's go. Like it just, it unlocked all of this other stuff because once you know, and once you're so crystal clear on exactly what it is that you solve, It makes everything else so much more simple. It totally does.
2: And it gives you such clarity of knowing what is my my message and how does my real uniqueness fall into this and how is my business model aligned with this or is my business model aligned with this, which is something we run into a lot. Um, But all of that comes from knowing like at the end of the day, what I am passionate about talking about, doing business about is in your case, powerlessness. It's helping people feel empowered to do things that they did not think they could do. And I remember the conversation with you, we were going back and forth between helplessness and powerlessness. And it's a really fine but important distinction. Like people aren't helpless. Like they're willing to help themselves. They have the abilities. It's, they don't really know what to do or how to do it. And there's this essence of powerlessness of, do I really have the power to do these things? Do I really have the power to go out on my own And it's, I think it's a a really important distinction of like when you find your true uniqueness within that problem, everything starts to go ding, ding, ding. It's like now it's like everything is starting to come into alignment and new products and new services, all of a sudden, sudden there's, it breathes new life into your business. Um, And it all starts with that root problem of this is what I solve that nobody else can solve in my unique way.
1: And I think that's part of, a part of, what we help people do is reconcile who they, who the world needs them to be with who they were designed to be. And at the intersection of who the world needs them to be and who they were designed to be is this primary business model. And it's, it's also at the point where sort of art and business meet, you know, there's this artistic side, which is, what are you passionate about? Oh, what problem do you solve? Like it's kind of more on the softer side of like what do you think the purpose of your life is? You know, what could you dedicate the rest of your life to helping people solve? But then we reconcile that with a very pragmatic need of how do you how are you gonna make money from this? Mm-hmm. And um you know, we take as you know, we walk people through in phase one this thing called the brand DNA Helix, which is the these six essential questions. The first one's what problem do you solve? Um the second is what are you passionate about? Um we can walk through the others. But basically, as we move, we move through this, we look at what are all the things you could sell? Like what are all the things people could buy from you? And there's a million ways to make a million dollars. Like there's a, there's so many ways to do that. But the problem is we all watch somebody's webinar on, Oh, the key is the key is membership sites or the key is video courses, or you need to do live events, or you need to have masterminds, or you need to like, whatever the ad the next ad is that we see and then that person is teaching us this formula and then we end up like having all of these different things and the question that people overlook is what business do i really want to be in Mm -hmm. what business really serves that person that i was created to support and to help um and you know we we take people through to we look for these business models uh we call them dares uh, we look for business models that are, are digital, automated, recurring, evergreen, and scalable. And we want to hit as many of those criteria as we can that is aligned with the problem you solve for the person you sol- solve it for. And we know that if if we can help somebody figure out this recipe, they don't have to work so hard. Like it, They're living in their flow. They're living in their strength, and things start to fall in place. And and you 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 it is it's focusing like to say, okay, Julie Solomon Saul's powerlessness, like that is what she is out there encouraging people to overcome. That's incredibly focusing, but at the same time, it's very expanding because powerlessness shows up in all these different ways in all different walks of life, and it gives you an access and an entry point to do all these different things. And, and, and so it becomes this litmus test and guiding light for what you do and what you don't do, what you spend time working on, what things you say no to. And, and that's really huge.
2: Well, I think it's equally as important to go back to and not to um, just kind of like slide right past this. A big part of all of this two days that we spend in this initial meeting is what do you want to be doing? What business do you want to be in? Because yes, you can make a million dollars, a million different ways, but are you going to be miserable doing it? Is it in line with your heart and your passion? And it's like, is it actually something that you're going to wake up excited to do every day? And I think we all get caught up in this idea of, hey, well, I have to have a funnel and I have to have this webinar series. And okay, well, now I've got to do this. And it's like, no, no, you don't. Um, It's like, none of it's worth doing if you don't love doing it because you're not, it's not going to come through. You're going to get burned out. And then all of a sudden, in two years, you're going to be like, okay, well, what's the new thing? Just as you get going, it's what's the new thing. And so really, really spending time on that internal spectrum as much as the external is really important to us because at the end of these two days, you better leave fired up. And if you don't, we really didn't do a good job. (laughs) So that's a big part of it.
0: And one thing that I want to mention too, because I know with my audience, they really get stuck on that initial like where do I start? Mm -hmm. How do I, you know, and it's so, you know, that I love to share any systems or strategies that have worked for me while growing my business which is why I'm really excited to partner with our newest sponsor, Teachable, who makes it ridiculously easy to turn your knowledge into a beautiful and profitable online course. Now, I've been using Teachable as the hosting platform for my online courses since 2016 when I first started. It's what I use for my programs Pitch It Perfect, the Influencer Academy, and all of the digital products that I have. Whether you've been doing this online thing for years or just starting out on your side hustle, Teachable provides you with everything you need to grow and scale your brand and credibility. If you've ever wanted to create a digital product, then you will want Teachable as a partner in your success. Listeners of the Influencer Podcast get one month free, which includes step-by-step training designed to help you every step of the way and without any of the technical headache, which trust me, as someone who is not tech savvy, this was a lifesaver. With over 154,000 active courses attended by more than 15 million students and earnings over 259 million dollars, what are you waiting for? If you're ready to catapult your online business to success, then join me and so many others by heading to teachable.com forward slash TIP and use the coupon code TIP at checkout for your first entire month free. And one thing that I want to mention too, because I know with my audience, they really get stuck on that initial like where do I start? Mm -hmm. How do I, you know, and it's, it's, it ends up being, where do I start? What, what do I need to do? How I need to do it. But really what they're asking, what I think that they're asking for is like, what should be my focus? Like, what is the one thing that I need to do first? And I want to talk a little bit about if you can explain what Sheehan's wall is, because I think that that is a huge part of that focused down and really understanding because I tend to have a lot of multi-passionate entrepreneurs that are in my community that, you know, they want to be writers and speakers and, and this and that, and, and which that's fine. I mean, it's, it, that's amazing that you have all those passions and that you want to do all of those things, but you can't do it all at once. And so I would love if you could share a little bit about Sheehan's wall, what that is and, and why that's important on the business and brand journey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, well, first of all, we'll say, so this idea was inspired, like, we we kind of uh, learned uh, uh, an initial part of this framework from a, a gentleman named Peter Sheehan. Uh, who, that's wall. where we call it Sheehan's Wall, because the, the original source of it came from him, uh, and he's a speaker that we know through uh, the National Speakers Association and, and everything, but uh, do you want to explain the concept?
2: Yeah, the concept is that there is this invisible wall, and in many cases, it's a very real wall. And most people live on this left side of the wall, which is what we would say is the unknown side. And I take any regular individual or business and I would ask them, Hey, what do you do? And they go, Oh, well, I'm a speaker, right? I'm a writer. Okay. I do webinars. Okay. I'm a podcaster. Okay. I have this. Okay. And there's like all these things that they do. And what we find is like the more stuff that you do, the more variety that you have in your business and in your brand. You're just bouncing off this wall. There's not enough focus and intention and direction going to one focal point that you're able to break through this wall. And on the other side of that wall, on the right side, is what we'd say, that's the known side. Those are the people who have become known in their industry. It could be in their geographical location, um, or it could be one of those things where you're, you're a household name, right? You're Ellen DeGeneres, you're Oprah Winfrey. Um, but most of us, that's not where we're going to end up and that's okay, but it's to be known for what you do or where you live or in your industry, but no one is going to get known from doing a variety of things. It's like the more that you do, it's, like it's impossible to do all of them exceptionally well. It's, like it's just about impossible to do it. There's just not enough bandwidth. So what our whole solution is that like you've got to collapse those things into the one thing that you want to be known for, the one thing that you want to drive focus to, that's what's gonna push through the wall. And the business example that we use to describe this all the time is Amazon. So today, we know Amazon as it is today. And Amazon sells- Everything. Everything. Uh, Shoes, cars, diapers, like whatever. They sell engagement rings, it doesn't matter. Whatever you need, they can do it, right? But if you go back a few years, um, and all of those listening, I don't know if you remember this, but Amazon started as a what?
1: Book company.
2: It was a book company.
1: All they did was sell books. In the all very beginning.
2: they did was sell books, and it wasn't until they became a household name and selling books did they start offering additional products, and then additional products, and then additional. But it came from there was one focal expertise; they became known for one thing. And once you break through that wall and you're on the known side, then you can't expand. Then you can do all different types of things because you're already known. And so you've got to go from that place of doing all this stuff to one thing to break through. And then once you do, you can re-expand back into all the different things that you're interested in.
0: Yeah. And, and I feel like that's the biggest especially in this online in, in influencer space, um, the biggest challenge that I see because, um, people try to do all the things and they try to speak to everyone. So then they end up doing nothing and speaking
1: to no one. The other thing I want to say on this too, Julie is, is especially in the like online world, because there's so many different things you can do so many ways to build an audience, different platforms, uh, and modes of delivery, etc. People start this journey with the wrong frame of reference. They process us like, what should I do? Mm-hmm. And the, the better way to begin is to focus on who can you serve? What problem do you solve and who do you solve it for? If you get clear on that, if you can just answer those two things, what problem do I solve and who do I solve it for? The business model becomes almost obvious. Mm-hmm. Like it falls into your lap. And then when you go, okay, in order to create that, I just need to reverse engineer some series of steps. And, and the other thing that's magic about operating from a place of service and selflessness is that it takes all the pressure and the fear and the anxiety and the guilt and the worry and the perfectionism of "Am I going to do this right?" and all of that disappears because you're focusing on saying, "You know what? I'm going to own one problem in the world, and I'm going to go solve that problem. And whatever it takes to solve this problem, like I'm going to be the guy or the gal who, who who reads and writes and researches and studies and teaches on how to solve this for other people. And you you be, you own a problem. You you go from being like a um, just like a business person, to being a messenger, to to, mm-hmm. to to serving, and and that is part of what it takes to break through the noise is is to be that focused on serving people.
2: And to that point, you also have to know who you're serving. Like there is an audience for you, and it's not everybody. Uh, it is most definitely not everybody. And if you don't know who exactly your audience is, you're going to struggle. Um, it's going to be really hard to figure out. Facebook ads or Google AdWords, any sort of spending, it's going to be very difficult. You're going to think it doesn't work when it does, but you have to have a crystal clear idea of who your perfect audience is down to the nitty gritty details of your ideal client. And it's like, you got to know the problem, but you got to know who has that problem and like, what do they do and who are they as a person?
0: Yeah and the 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 person was also another huge takeaway for me when working with both of you during those two days because I've been doing this for a few years now and I'm a huge fact finder and I love surveying and so I have have a really really good idea who I who you know who I serve who this person is and we talked about her and her name is Olivia mm-hmm. but what we also figured out through the amazing process that you guys have and shared during those two days is not only do I have Olivia, but there's actually this other woman that that I (laughs) serve as well that I didn't even really know was there. Or maybe I knew that she was there. I just hadn't clearly identified her. And what's really interesting about her is that Olivia actually may become that other woman Mm -hmm. or she may not, but we still have these kind of two distinct Mm -hmm. women in the same audience with the same problem that I'm solving. And so that was a huge kind of eye-opener for me and a big takeaway for me to kind of frame it in that way and see it in that way that, yes, I'm not speaking to everybody, but I'm also, I, I can also speak to maybe one or two people at the same time as well. So that was a huge, a huge moment for me too. Yeah. And to what you were saying, I think for anyone out there who has a different
2: product line, right, different price points, different product offerings, we would encourage to have what we call an avatar, right? Your ideal client for each of your products, for each of your services, because they serve a different person. They serve a different audience and it's not the same person many times. And in your case, most definitely wasn't. And in our case, we've got multiple avatars for the different services that we have. And and you've got to know if we're at each price point and each service or product that you have, this is who this is meant to serve out there in the world.
1: Well, and I think with you, Julie, which is really exciting, hopefully for your listeners and your audience was when we zoomed out from who is Julie today and who is your community now, and we really looked at what business do you want to be? Who were you created to be long-term? We realized your primary business model doesn't even exist yet. You haven't, you haven't actually launched or built the real thing that you were designed to do. And because of that, that was a part of what also revealed this whole world of, oh my gosh, there's this whole, there's this woman, Rebecca, that really is who I live to serve. And the reason I'm passionate about Olivia is because I want to help Olivia become Rebecca, Mm -hmm. but really Rebecca is the one that I'm after. And that was for all of us like you me AJ John like uh, like Tanya we were just going whoa that's huge that that your whole personal brand is designed for somebody that you haven't yet really gone after because this primary business model doesn't yet exist because we hadn't yet thought through what should be your primary business model for the long term which is exactly why you kind of came and uh, worked with us in the first place and those are the kind of things that become obvious once you walk down the journey and, and it just, it, it takes partners and people to help you see it, I think.
2: Yeah. And I think to that, it's like you said that, you know, the person she was meant to serve. And I think as you start building out your ideal clients for everyone who's out there going, okay, who do I want to serve? It's like, what you start to realize is that not only were you meant to serve these people, but they desperately need what you have. Amen. Like they really need what you have to offer. You just have to make sure you're offering it and offering it in a way that appeals to them and that they can find it. It's like, it doesn't matter how good you are or how great your products and services are. If people do not know about you, they cannot do business with you. It doesn't matter. And so that's a big part of what we do. It's like, yes, you've got to have this reputation. You've got to have good results. You have to have good things that you do. But then people also have to know about you. They have to be able to find you because they are searching. They are looking for what you do whatever it is. Like they need it and they need to know that you solve their problem and that you have a way of doing it in a way that works for them. And that's the beauty of this process.
0: And that's what I think is is something that I hope everyone listening like really, I hope they let that sink in a- about how incredible and transformative the process that you both have built through the work that you do is, is that I've been on, you know, I've been my own boss. I've been on this own, my own journey for the last four years. I have programs, I have courses, I have a successful podcast. I have all of this stuff and literally the business model that I'm supposed to be doing or that I really want to be doing. And I've been put on this earth to do has not even been created yet. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's just crazy to, to think in the most amazing way, because it just goes to show as a reminder that no matter what, what chapter or what step you're in, there's always a next level. There's always, you know, an up level. There's always a next step that you can take. And it's, it's, it's really about, at least for me, what I've learned and what I want to encourage the listeners to remember, it's about staying curious Mm -hmm. that the second that you, that you think that you have figured it out and that you know everything, and that you've gotten your audience and your brand and your business so mapped out that you don't need any help is probably the second that you need to run and get help. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just a reminder to anyone, whether you are just starting out or whether you've been at this for a while now, but you're just kind of feeling like a little lost in, in the mix. That's how transformative you know, this process can be because it can unlock things that you're not even, you know, really connecting with. And, and it can set you up on an entirely new trajectory, which is kind of what we're diving into with my business this year with launching a mastermind. And we have a book coming and, um, you know, gearing uh, towards more speaking opportunities and doing more kind of high level, um, in real life type of events and, and things like that. Um, that, wasn't really on the radar before in the way in which we were able to craft it out. So I would love if you both could share a little bit about, for those listening, um, if someone were to work with you, because I know that there's many different ways to do that, but what does that look like essentially?
1: Oh, well, yeah. The first thing I would just say um, is that you know, when I first started on this journey, I was I was 17 years old. The first time I went out and spoke, and then you know there was a whole series of things where uh, I remember spending my last $400 taking a course on how to be funny. And and <laughs> did was, it work? I'm not sure. Did it work? <laughs> uh, and, and wait,
0: I just can we just take a moment to know that there's someone out there selling courses on how to be funny, yeah. and people are buying them. Yeah. So for those who say that. Will someone really buy this yes. idea? Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. There
2: is
0: a market for, for
2: everything. everything. Yeah. Everything.
1: But I, I just say all that to say we have a heart to really serve people. Both, you know, some of our clients are like you. And, you know, I mentioned some others, Lewis Howes, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, like other people that we've done various work with. But we work with people also in the very, very beginning stage. Like they don't even know what they just have an idea of maybe I could make some money and. Um, so what we do, Julie, is we do a free call actually, just like we did with you, is um, we do a free call. Um, and anyone that's listening, if they want, they can just go to julie dot Um and you can just request a call and we'll we'll put you on the phone with someone from our team and they'll just walk you through the brand DNA helix, some of these six initial questions, they'll explain Sheehan's wall, learn about your story. And then they'll they'll show you kind of what some of the next steps uh, would be. And if we can help you, then great. If we can't, we we may not. But that's that's how we engage with everybody. Is we like to t- talk to humans. Um, <laughs> that is our preferred our preferred method.
2: Well, I would also just go back and remind everyone too to what you said. It doesn't matter if you've been at this for a while or you're just getting started. Um, like there is something that you were designed to do that maybe you're doing it and maybe you're not, but I, you know, to second what you said, it's like, we spent 12 years going in a direction that we are no longer going in. And we spent 12 years, we're making a ton of money and had an eight figure business. Like there was no reason to stop and go another direction, except for there was a reason. And it's because this is what we were meant to do. And we were heading in the wrong direction career-wise and professionally. And so it's just, that's a good reminder too. It's like, it doesn't matter if you've been at what you're at for 10 years or one year, or you haven't even started yet. Like there is something that you were meant to do that you can do, that you were designed to do, that people do want, they do want to buy it, they do need it. And a big part of this process is just help design to make sure that you have a personal brand, um, the reputation to package you in a way that people will want what you have, uh, we say all the time. A big part of what we do is packaging, right? It's like mm-hmm. there is a good way to write a bio, and there's a really bad way, right?
0: There and then there's the best way, which is your way.
1: AJ. <laughs> 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 I mean, good, I didn't writing. know
0: how fabulous I was until that bio got. Yes, me. <laughs> the goal is to make you sound really Pretty expensive, expensive. <laughs> in your bio. Yes. Expensive, but worth it.com. You guys know how to write a bio, (laughs) but it's like, there's so many little
2: things that people forget that are so important. Like if you really want to be a speaker, you better have a stellar bio that people read and go, Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can afford her. I don't know if we have the budget for that. That's what they need to be thinking. Not. "Eh, eh."
1: And everybody underestimates their own bio because they don't want to be arrogant. They don't want to be, or they don't think it's a big deal. And it's like, you need to polish that packaging. You are
2: a big deal. You're a big deal. (laughs) You're a big deal. (laughs) And we want to bring that to life. And so again, a big part of these calls and why we do them for free is everyone comes in at a different place Mm -hmm. and we don't really know what you need. Um, That's your job to help us understand where you are, where you want to be. And if there's a great fit for what we offer and what you need, then we'll talk about it. And if they're not, we'll tell you that too. We, we, like everyone else, are not a fit for everyone. Like we do not appeal to every single person out there. We appeal to our audience. And for that audience, we have a lot of great services. And for everyone else, we will encourage them to go elsewhere
0: to find what they need. Yeah. And um, before we wrap up, I just want for you guys to share Your thought that if there was one call to action that you could give those listening today that feel stuck, that don't know the next step to take, that just feel like no matter what they're doing, they can't seem to unlock that or to to find that last piece to the puzzle, what would that call to action be? Besides talking to you guys,
1: obviously. Yeah, go to com. What are you thinking? Uh, that would be the, no, but...
0: You tell and I'll share them.
1: Yeah, I, so this would be my last little thought, is is to spend, like, it's to get outside of yourself by spending time thinking about who you are serving, and really think about what is... the the makeup of a real life person out there that you could really help. How old are they? What do they look like? Where do they live? What do they drive? What do they think every day? What are their beliefs? What are their fears? What are their challenges? And if you can get really clear and present and, and focused about who that person is, it's going to unlock so much. um, Not the least of which is your desire and, and your creativity will come alive um, we really believe that it's just like, all of us are addicted to something. Like you get addicted to something service is the, is the, just the best thing you can be addicted mm-hmm. to because it has the best byproducts. So if you can focus in, on that person, you're going to serve and get clear on that person. I think a lot of things will start to unlock.
2: Yeah. And mine would be somewhat similar, but a little different. And, and mine is to do your research. There is someone out there who does something similar to what you want to be doing. There is someone out there who has the success or the audience or the whatever, the platform that you want. And my question to you would be, do you follow them? Have you gone through their funnels? Do you subscribe to their easy? Do you get all their emails? Do you read their emails? Have you taken them up for a free call? Have you gone to their events? Have you listened to their podcast? It's like, if you know the space that you want to be in, there's someone doing something similar, not the exact same, but similar. And it's like, you better know the ins and outs of your future competition, not Mm. to take them down, but to know what works. Like you don't have to to, learn from them. Yeah. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time. My goodness, there is enough out there, enough people doing amazing things that help shorten your learning curve. Go out there, follow, do your research, know who you want to be, know who you want to be like, know what space you want to be in, and know what's working in that space. And that's really easy to do. Follow them on social media, subscribe to their podcast, get on their email list, take them up on a free call if they offer it. If they offer free webinars, do them. If they offer paid webinars, do them. Do the deal. But you've got to know what works and you've got to know what your people are doing because that is what you're going to be doing in some capacity.
0: I love, that's such an amazing takeaway, AJ. Cause I mean, I've even done that. Like I've bought people's programs, not even for the content that they were sharing, but I just wanted to kind of see how they built it out. Yes, mm-hmm. You know, I was like, what do their funnels look like when she's, <laughs> when she purchased this, what does right. this look like? And, and I think that, you know, even for someone like myself who has the background in marketing and PR and, and, you know, I, I find myself to be brand savvy. There's still a lot that I need to learn and know and grow from. So who do I come to? Well, the best, which are you guys. And especially then add the cherry on top of, oh, and you also happen to be one of the best speakers in the world and, you know, best-selling authors. So let's just add that on there. So it's, I think that it's, it's such a great reminder that you said that, that you have to do your homework in a way that it's like, learn, learn from the best. They've already done the work, make it easy on yourself. Right. You know, just all you got to do is, is, Google. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm serious. and just for your audience, to find your mentors and your coaches, and for
1: your audience to know, Julie, just after getting to spend two days with both you and John and Tanya, Tanya. is for them to know the purity of your heart oh and of your desire to serve them, and uh, just for them to be excited and to be looking forward to all the things that you have coming is really exciting. And so we're
0: excited. We're excited,
1: and so we just want your audience to know, like who you really are and getting to spend that time with you behind the scenes. And so we're, we're honored to get to do it.
2: Back to what I said in the beginning, the best part about what we get to do is to get to know and spend time and become friends with awesome people like you.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. And, and that's why I knew that I had to have you both on immediately because, um, you know, there's, I've, I've had mentors, coaches, programs, products that I've, that I've invested in over the years. And, and when i find something that i know can really impact my community and really change their life i am like don't walk run to this you know this 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 is this is the goodness. This is the good stuff. Um, so I hope that those listening, you know, take AJ and Rory up on that invitation to get to know their team with that free call and just learn if it's a good fit. Um, if it is, I can't wait to see what light bulb moments that each and every one of you that are listening have, and just what you learn from your time with their team and with their process. Um, it's pretty phenomenal. So. Where can everybody find you all? Um, I know that you that you already gave them the link for the call, but anywhere else that, that you want them to make sure to check out.
2: I'd say go to our website, which is thebrandbuildersgroup.com. You can also follow us on social media where everybody else in the world is also. All of our handles are the Brand Builders Group. Um, you can also um, visit us. My handles are at AJ Vaden.
1: Oh yeah! I would just say go to julie. That's dot com. to defer back I'm just to that. Say that, and, and that's it.
2: I would like to be friends with all of you online, so you can find me.
0: <laughs> Perfect, guys. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today, for sharing your insights, your wisdom, your genius. Um, I'm just so excited to have you guys, and it's you've just been such an integral part to my 2019 already that I can't Ooh. wait to see what you do for my community. Yay!
1: Thanks, Julie. Thank
0: you. Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers, join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to uplevel your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community.